next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to the Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as usual, Brendan Ertle. Today we're going to be previewing this Monday night's game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, it sounds really weird not to say Oakland Raiders, but they are now the Las Vegas Raiders and they will be playing their first ever game in their new stadium. And Saints will hopefully be playing the bad guy in the homecoming when the Las Vegas Raiders play their first snap in Vegas. Now the Saints traveling to Las Vegas means that this is their first road game. And this is part of the experiment with the COVID-19 season. And it brings up lots of question marks and concerns about the team. But Sean Payton talked about that in his conference call with the media members. Here's what he said. I don't have to make any rules. The, the league has done it, fortunately, for us. We can't, we can't leave the security of, of the... We go, when we travel or when we're at home, we go to a hard bubble. And so, uh, yeah, we'll be in a secured area, uh, period. So it's not like you can just stroll down the lobby and and roll some dice for an hour. So it sounds like the Saints, the risk in traveling is very little because the second they get off the plane, they're in a hotel, they're in another hard bubble. They're not really leaving their rooms. They're just there to play the Raiders. He definitely didn't sound too worried about traveling to Las Vegas or anything like that. He thinks the NFL has it taken care of. That's a good thing because all the Saints want to focus on is the Las Vegas Raiders. And last week they took care of business. They beat an NFC South opponent. They beat the Carolina Panthers 34 to 30. It it did take a late game game winning drive by Derek Carr and the Raiders, but they got it done. They beat the Panthers. Carr had a pretty decent game. He went 22 for 30 for 239 yards. But Derek Carr isn't really one of the quarterbacks where you're talking about some of the best in the league. He gets the job done. He's a very good quarterback, but when you bring up the top 5, top 10, he's just not in that conversation. And the reason he can have such good games like this is because his his second-year running back, Josh Jacobs, is a phenom, and he had a great game. And when Josh Jacobs is running the ball, that's going to open up the passing legs big time for the Raiders. And that's just what Josh Jacobs did in this game. He carried the ball 31 times for 133 yards and three touchdowns, the ground player of the week. So just overall, a dominant performance by Josh Jacobs, and the Carolina Panthers couldn't find an answer for him. Here's what Coach Payton had to say about Josh Jacobs and the Raiders' running game. Well, you hit on the one. T- uh, last year, he led the league in in uh, in, in missed tackles. He's, he's he's elusive. He's he's big. He's strong. He runs with power. Um, you know, he's he's ex- extremely impressive to watch on film. Some pretty high praise for Coach Payton talking about Josh Jacobs, the running back for the Raiders. And the key for this game will be to shut him down or try to limit him as much as they possibly can. And last week they did a pretty good job in the run game. Defensively, the Saints defense allowed 26 rushes. But on those 26 rushes, they only had 86 yards, which is a modest 3.3 yards per carry. It's not great, but it's pretty good. It'll get the job done, especially with a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who were trying so hard to get their running game going. And that's just what the Raiders are going to do as well. They're going to force the football. Even if it's not working, they'll keep going. They'll keep going to it. And the Saints just need to lock down on that defensive front. 
the Saints defensive front didn't allow Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette to surpass 100 yards on the ground, which continued their consecutive game streak of holding a running back under 100, yard, 100 yards in the game. So that was 44 straight games, and that will be tested this week against the Raiders. The Raiders will really try to pound the, pound the football. If they can start to get over that 100 mark, the game's going in their in the way they want it to or the way they game planned it for. So the key is really to slow him down, get that consecutive game record to 45, and really try to have Derek Carr and these young rookie wide receivers to beat us in the air. Now switching sides of the football to the Saints offense. This has been a huge question mark throughout this whole week and it's something people have been overacting about a little bit. Tom Brady and his offense struggle a little bit and the narrative has been he'll bounce back, he'll do great. He's Tom Brady. The Saints offense struggles a little bit. Drew Brees had, didn't have his most perfect game of all time and the narrative is he's old, his arm's dead. He's, he's done. And that's just not fair. That's I mean, the Bucks. hats off to him. They did a very good job with Carlton Davis of slowing down Michael Thomas, limiting Emmanuel Sanders to literally nothing. But to break this narrative from the media, the Saints need to come out this week and start to find a rhythm with this with this offense, with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray running the football. They tried to do that last week. Couldn't really get a steady running game going. If they can find stuff through the air with Jared Cook, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, Michael Thomas won't be in this game most likely. Can Benny Fowler step up? Can guys like that come in and make plays? And can Drew start to get a rhythm with his wide receivers? Because it really felt like in the first game last week, Drew just couldn't find a rhythm with anyone, with Michael Thomas, with Emmanuel Sanders. It just wasn't there. And you can blame it on things like the preseason or training camp not being as long and Drew's not used to that. But that, that excuse can't go on for too much longer. And this will be a game where Drew needs to start clicking on all syllables with his with his offensive weapons. Sean Payton also touched on a little bit about Drew Brees and Emmanuel Sanders and all the other weapons getting more of a rhythm this week against the Raiders and what they can do moving forward to continue that relationship. Listen in. That's, that's a little bit of, of our offense over the years, you know, and... and we're trying to get guys' touches, trying to get Mike Thomas's touches, you know, the runners their touches, and sometimes, you know, just the way the, the, the read takes place, um, those are things that, that that can happen. But, you know, the key is when they come, taking advantage of them, and, and fortunately he was able to. So most importantly in that, Sean Payton says to take advantage when the opportunities come. And that's something that we're, we really need to focus in on because – this past week against Tampa Bay, there wasn't a lot of opportunities for Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders to get the football. So when they do get those opportunities, take advantage, like Emmanuel Sanders did. And this week against the Raiders, they will definitely have a lot more opportunities to be open and to catch the football. Just because the Raiders' defense isn't at the level that Tampa Bay is at right now. Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers at home against the Las Vegas Raiders Teddy threw for 260 yards and a touchdown and a huge long touchdown to Robbie Anderson in blown coverage. And they're, they're rushing on, on the ground. Christian McCaffrey rushed for 128 yards and two touchdowns. So overall, pretty good game for Bridgewater and the Panthers offense. The Raiders didn't really have any answers for him. They scored 30 points. The Panthers actually almost won this game. It took a late game drive for the Raiders to win it. And the Panthers almost went away with a W in, in their first game with Teddy Bridgewater. So when you face defenses like this that 
aren't maybe as strong as other teams you'll face, like a Green Bay defense, like a San Francisco defense. These are games where you need to take advantage. Maybe not throw for 500 yards, but just get on get on a good rhythm with these guys like Trey Quan, Emmanuel Sanders, and start to grow that relationship down down the season. So when he runs it out, you know to throw it at this time rather than this time, and just things like that. But the thing today, if you're listening today, it's Thursday. The thing you need to be focusing on today is the injury report when it comes out later today. Three or four, depending on when practice ends, it'll come out after practice. Now, this past week, Ruiz and Marcus Davenport did not play. They were injured. Davenport with the elbow, Ruiz with his ankle. We want to see these guys at practice. Whether it's limited, full participation, we do not want to see DNP did not practice. That would be not good for those guys. Having guys like Ruiz and Davenport back on a first-round pick on your offensive defense moving forward helps out so much. But the biggest name on the injury report this week will be Michael Thomas. All the main media reported that this week that Michael Thomas' ankle is a lot worse than what we expected. It was classified as a high ankle injury, quote-unquote, but now it's being thrown around that's more of a sprain, and a sprain can really, really throw your game off. But at this certain moment, Michael Thomas has not been placed on IR. IR, you can come off in three weeks this year because of the COVID protocols. Michael Thomas hasn't even been ruled out yet this week. So these are all good signs for Michael moving forward is that he kind of stays off IR. But if the Saints do think he'll be out for three weeks, putting him IR is okay. But not a lot of information from Sean Payton. Here's what Sean Payton had to say about Michael Thomas' ankle injury. No, we will let you know. I'm not going to discuss injuries. Maybe they did in Cincinnati, but we don't do that here. So very, very little information from Sean Payton. Of course, why would he release any information about Michael Thomas? The media would just run with that. And a little bit of a shot at Cincinnati about giving out injuries. But he's just focusing on good teams don't really release information about their star players or any players. Only information that he will give out is on the injury report. Of course, the Saints will have other little injuries on the injury report. That's just going to happen from playing football, getting banged up. Hopefully, they can stay healthy throughout this process of traveling and playing Vegas. But they will be playing again on Monday Night Football, 7.15 Central Time, depending on where you're at. And it's being rumored that they'll be in their color rush uniforms, which they didn't lose a game in last year. They were 5-0. and That pretty much does it for today's preview. I'll be catching you guys after Monday Night Football's game and breaking down, hopefully, a nice Saints W. Again, I appreciate everyone tuning in. I'm Brennan Ertl. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and love. Who dat? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop. The Super Bowl. Hell yeah. You know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who dat? Who dat? Say they gon' beat them Saints. They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they